Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's the Round the Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Sammy Shitu, Axel Tupain, Joey Devine, Freddie Gillespie, Ray Sean Hammonds, Sean Keen, EJ Montgomery. Caleb Holmesley, Patreons, Jonathan Allen. thank you Jonathan, Della Mucha, muchos gracias Della Mucha, Brett Carlson, thank you so much Brett Carlson, musical guest, the Disciples of Soul, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock Podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. Uh, I'm here, as always, with my good friend, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I gotta say, um, I know normally we say this later, but uh, in this week in particular, the... uh, the Round Ball Rock Discord has been popping off been even more than it normally yeah. pops off. Uh, even if you're like just into playing games or uh, want some weird trivia People about putting some an, dudes. an Among Us game together. People yeah, sharing their Fortnite codes Joey, on Nintendo it, Switch. Joey, you got to hype your game too, though. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and if you play Apex Legends, there's a Round Ball Rock Club. Just search Round Ball Rock on Apex Legends and join our club. I played this week with a very nice man named Evan, who lives in Portland, but he's an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Uh, and then you can always play with Ready Demolition, uh, Memphis Grizzlies fan located in Missouri. Or 
Fish Scale 8. Uh, he's not really an NBA. He doesn't have an NBA team, really. He's a college uh-huh. basketball fan, but he loves our podcast. And uh, yeah, we're getting wins, baby. Round ball rock. But also, more importantly, how do you get in the Discord, Sean? Uh, you go to patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Uh, different different tiers. Don't worry, don't worry about the tears. That's how you get in the Discord, in our popping off Discord. That's also how you listen to Watching Wiggins. Uh-huh. Uh, our Patreon, uh, Andrew, our Patreon only Andrew spe- uh, Wiggins specific uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, podcast, which we had an episode of this week. Um, uh-huh. If you, if you want to know our thoughts. Are all our ever evolving? That's thoughts. not how we're selling it. The sale, the sales pitch for watching Wiggins is, uh, um, can two men learn to fall in love with Andrew Wiggins? Mm-hmm. Uh, one one basketball season week at a time. I gotta say, um, after watching, hey, don't spoil it because we're, well, we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just saying. Uh, today was today was a banner. Day, I think it was a significant day in, for watching it Wig- was, in, yeah. in the watching Wiggins verse. Uh, also, if you feel like uh, wearing my face on your shirt, uh-huh. uh, you can do that uh, at um, the T Public link in the description. Call us on the phone at the T at the uh, phone number in the description. Uh, email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at roundrockpod, and uh, we're also on YouTube, but nobody ever watches so most of those things have zero views um spotify yeah, I mean, do, subscribe to us like... on spotify even if you're oh, yeah, listening to us on itunes good. that helps yeah that um, is actually that is helpful uh five star reviews always mm-hmm. uh it's mm-hmm. weird it's the only one that'll do that and uh if you're one of our listeners in senegal we've dropped out of number 81 so uh sorry if we offended you um the Honorable Mackie Sal, yeah, yeah, I know. it was the Honorable Mackie Sal, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's that 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 NBA Africa got delayed that was going to center around the great nation of Senegal. So true. I think it'll come back. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Sean, what are we doing today? Uh, today we have we have two features. Um, I'm going to say the second one first, if that's okay. Well, what I'm going to say first off, actually, is look. Normally, we would do big season previews. But uh, where we, you know, they're like three hours long and we also do a slammed up. There will be slammed up coming, I'm sure. But um, here's what happened. Uh, The NBA is starting right at Christmas and uh, we don't have the time. We ran out of time. (laughs) No, I mean, we've been well and we've been like um, working. You yeah, know what I mean, like, yeah. like I, I, I was out of town mm-hmm. filming uh, for something that it, we'll we'll announce. I can talk about that later, but uh, just just a little something for uh, HBO Max. Mm. So it's you're in Wonder like, Woman 1984. I'm in. I'm in Wonder Woman 1984. Um, I'm in Tenet Two. What's that? Tenet Two. You're in Tenet, Tenet two? two. Tenet yeah. Two. Electric Boogaloo. Um. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I mean the uh, the Dream On reboot. That's what I was filming. The Dream On reboot. Uh, ben well, Ben's back, baby. Well, if you want to know who to blame for the movie theaters dying, it's Sean Keen. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, yeah, because Dream On Dream On's reboot hard hard R. Dude, speaking of hard R's, we got to talk about this real quick. Just real quick. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, did you see 
the Zack Snyder Batman Superman news this week. Wait, there's more Batman Superman. I mean, no, sorry, not that. Oh, you know, oh, the, the the Snyder Cut news this week. Sorry, my bad. Oh, I was talking about Batman v Superman with someone else today, but no, the, the the Justice League, Justice League. Yeah, not even recut because now it's it's reshot like almost entirely. Hour, I think eight hour. Yeah, Henry Cable uh, still can't shave that mustache mm-hmm. off though. Did you see the news? Back to film in a COVID hospital in Italy with Tom Cruise. Well, Tom Cruise yelled at the crew for not wearing masks, even though he had them shoot in a hospital full of COVID patients. He's an asshole. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead. What were you saying? Did you see the Snyder Cut news? No, I definitely did not. Oh, Batman says the F word now. Oh, right. I yeah. did see that. <laughs> um, for some reason, I thought that that wasn't like something Batman hadn't breached before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I guess he wouldn't have in a Nolan movie. What you thought Adam West was saying fuck all the time? I just thought maybe I thought the Zack. I wouldn't have been surprised if you were like, remember he says it in Dawn of Justice. I would have been like, yeah, that seems <laughs> that seems like something that Ben Affleck would just have said. <laughs> like you can't you can't cast a guy from Southie. As Batman and not expect a little bit of toilet talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What do you, what do you, how do you think he says it? I mean, you know how he, he I mean, it's in the Batman voice. No, no, I know, but I mean, like, what, what's the context? I know it's just Ben Affleck saying it like this. Uh, I'm sure it's a joke, a quote unquote joke, right? Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe like, maybe like this guy playing the flash is the worst fucking actor I've ever seen. <laughs> no, I bet he like Aquaman goes underwater for some reason. He's been like, he's been down there for a long fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Batman was just like cursing. I, I wish Bale had been able to do that. And just like, I don't give a shit. Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> Where the fuck is Rachel? <laughs> what, <are we> doing? <laughs> what if no the, the okay the funniest Nolan Batman speech <laughs> would obviously be if Michael Caine was like a ruby the size of a fucking tangerine. <laughs> I still think the Heath Ledger Joker wouldn't swear, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I would have loved like Ra's al Ghul to be like, we're going to fuck up Gotham. <laughs> Especially if there's some black guys walking around there. And then I'm like, whoa, Liam. What yeah. Are you about? That's that's your own personal racist yeah. life there. Um, uh, what if actually <laughs> go ahead, sorry. Gary Oldman's Commissioner Gordon saying fuck also would be funny. Also hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I also like to see like Nestor Carbonell, there's an assassination attempt in the Dark Knight, and he just goes, Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> They're like, That's who said it? <laughs> it had fun? It was just him? <laughs> or like Aaron Eckhart's just like, I'm gonna flip a fucking coin. <laughs> God damn it! Or, or how about, how about this moment? Like, uh, the Joker sneaks up in a nurse outfit, mm-hmm. and he's about to blow up that hospital. He sees Harvey Dent, and he goes, what the fuck happened to your face? <laughs> you know what? I gotta say, 
Of the Dark Knight characters, the most likely to have sworn a lot and they cut it was Nikki Cat in the oh, car yeah. chase scene. Yeah, because I'm sure Christopher Nolan was like, it's all gold, Nikki, keep riffing. Yeah, and he's that's like, definitely how that scene played. Yeah, because he's like, whoa, look, it's a fucking clown with a fucking rocket launcher, man. <laughs> I'll tell you who would have really done it. Just like letting one of those guys on the boat. It's just like... Mm-hmm. Oh, R.I.P. Wall Street in Gotham. Give me that fucking... We're, we're blowing up these fucking convicts. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, R.I.P. Tiny Lister. Uh, he died this week. Um, oh, he did. R.I.P. Yeah. Tiny Lister. Yeah. Uh, Saved more... Gotham City from the worst morality play I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> it, one of... I gotta say, like, people who are fond of the Dark Knight, you gotta remember just how long that sequence takes that horrible and parable how, is <laughs> how how at any point did you believe either fairy was going to be blown up <laughs> um but no sean we're not here to talk i mean i could talk about this where for... does he get those wonderful fucking toys Anyway, I can't wait for all 12 hours of the Zack Snyder Justice League. It's going to be great. In black and white with uh, Tourette's Batman. It's the only thing keeping me through this COVID pandemic. I just have to make it to the Snyder Cut. Now I want Ed Norton to be Tourette's Batman. <laughs> another another respectful portrayal of mental illness from uh, Edward Norton. Um. All right. Uh, Sean, what are we actually here to do? Okay, so we are going to talk about all the Eastern Conference over-unders. Um, they're a little awkward this year, so uh, these are going to be all the lines from mybookie.ag. Um, I believe I bet $12 on the Raiders today because I had $12 in free play. Nice. Looks like they're going to be winning by three in overtime. Uh, so oh, great no. job, Sean. Uh, we have listed the normal over-unders, and then I've converted everything to an 82-game season. So... I mean, last season was was you know how as Batman would say fucked up, uh, and these <laughs> these over unders are for a seventy two game season. So I'm giving you what the equivalent record is in an eighty two game season. A little bit about the teams, who's in and out, and then Joey and I are going to pick over or under for these. There's another. Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. Sorry, I I wanted to say that we also have a game we want to play. For oh, those yeah. of you that didn't read Ricky O'Donnell's amazing SB Nation piece today, where he put together so- eight. <laughs> James Harden trades and then asked the owners of the SB, uh, the writers from the SB Nation blogs, if they would trade those players for James Harden. Um, Sean has come up with a James Harden trade for each team, and then I will give a reason why. As I will put my SB Nation blogger hat on and give the reason why we would trade, we would or would not do the trade for James Harden. But let's do these over-unders, Sean. All right, let's do it. Do I have a drop for this? I can't remember if we have an over-under drop. <laughs> if not, let's keep this part in. Um, I don't think we have an over-under drop. Okay, um, so these are... Um, do you want me to lead the over-unders, or do you want to do that part? You lead the over-unders. You do... Okay. You, this whole chunk will be you, and I'll hop in and out. Okay, great, great. You're great. our facts man. Yeah, this is one, and I, I did look at a lot of this. Okay, so... Uh, the Atlanta Hawks, we're going alphabetically at the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, their over-under is 36 and a half wins. 
that would be 41 and a half in a regular season. You're basically betting on the Hawks to have a winning record or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, they were 20 and 47. Basically, that's a 24 and 58 team. Normally, 26th in offense, 27th in defense. They committed the most fouls in the league. This, I feel like, is kind of crucial. Eighth in three-point attempts, but only 16th in three-pointers made. Mm-hmm. So that's because Kevin Herter was out. I, I mean, they still took a lot of them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but they would have made uh, more if Red Velvet was playing, baby. Red Velvet, yeah, he's, he's like his jumper's like cake. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, I do. Uh huh. I do. For a second, I thought that to quote Batman, was- "Oh fuck." <laughs> um. uh, and now this was an active team. So here's the guys that came into the team. We had in Bogdan Bogdanovich, Danilo Gallinari, Chris Dunn, Solomon Hill. Uh, they drafted Onyika Onkongwu. They also added Rajon Rondo, Tony Snell, and honestly, Clint Capella mm-hmm. is new. He did not play for them last year. A lot of new guys out. Uh, DeAndre Benbury, Vince Carter, Dwayne Dedman, two-time NBA champion Damon Jones, Scott Levisier, and Jeff T. Classic Hawk Jeff T. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, we're just deciding whether this Hawks team is going to be a winning team this year, which is a good question. Um, and my question for you, Joey, is how much pressure is there on this team and this coach to finally win games slash make the playoffs this year? Too much, and I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't get it either, because I know they had salary cap room this year, mm-hmm. and I know they're like, I just don't think that you need to like convince 21-year-old Trey Young that he's ever going to win in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, Especially because he's Pistol Pete, so he's not. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah, but also, also he's not, aren't they proud? I mean, like, he is, he's basically trending towards just getting a max extension in a year. Right. Which, I just think they, everyone takes. I just yeah. think they would have made the playoffs if they just signed Bogdan and Chris Dunn. Um, <laughs> right, right. They like, they, they seem like we've said this before with shooters. I'm going to say this is a horny front office. Mm-hmm. Well, cause right? he's like, going to get fired. He's the one with the pressure on him. That's Old Travis Actually, Schlenk. Yeah, yeah, Travis Schlenk has more pressure, uh, kind of because of not getting Luka Doncic. Um, I think it has more to do with, uh, Jamie Gertz is just a taskmaster. Yeah. And I mean, and look, uh, they're all worried about being implicated when they find out who actually did kill Jeffrey Epstein, mm-hmm. uh, considering the team is run by his business partners. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, this is, these are definite upgrades. Bogdan, Chris Dunn's like a helpful guy in the backcourt. Uh, very poor offensive player, but really good defensive player. Uh, Danilo, sure. Fun guy. Like, they'll be, they'll be really fun. Uh, Okongwu seemed like a good draft pick. I don't really understand bringing in Rajon Rondo, but, mm-hmm. you know, teams do that. He was good in the finals. Um, look, I I would have been very down on Solomon Hill, except for how amazing he looked in the bubble this year. Mm-hmm. It just made me, like, reconsider his entire career. Um, and Let's then, just do it. We're talking too long. You're right, right. What, what do you think? Over or under? I... I kind of think this one's going to be even, but I'm leaning over. I'll take the over, but I don't feel good about it. Uh, I'm going to take the under just because I think like, 
essentially you're saying that this team's going to be 18 games better than last year. Right. And I mean, they, they added some guys, but like, it's also, also just, I'm sort of just in general on these over unders, I'm going to say, uh, teams that added like a million players, uh, are going to be at a disadvantage with, you know, like a two week preseason. So compressed schedule, you know, I just, I just, I wonder, I wonder just because it's, it, it feels like the, maybe the roles aren't that clear. And you basically have all these young guys who struggled a little bit. Like you've got Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter, and now there's veterans sitting in front of them. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's too horny. It's too horny. I'm too, saying it's, un- it's too horny. It's very horny. Um, all right, Sean, here's, uh, I'm now, um, Randall Garvey from Peachtree Hoops. Um, tell me, uh, what's what's the James Harden trade? Okay, we're gonna trade for James Harden. You're gonna get uh, Danilo Gallinari, mm-hmm. two first round picks, and you know what? We're gonna send Clint Capella right back to Houston. Mm-hmm. Do uh, you do you do this trade, Peachtree? Of course not. Uh, I would not. I would never. I would never do that trade, uh, mainly because uh, I worry that the uh, the strip cl- club culture of Atlanta. Um, I'm worried about inflation. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I I definitely think that. By the way, that was going to be an Oklahoma City weirdly protected pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because I wanted it to be as dumb as possible. But but no, you're not going to make that trade. You don't not, want James. not do. No, I don't want James Harden. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. I understand it. Uh, okay. So let's go on to our next team is the Boston Celtics, the dreaded, the loathsome Boston mm-hmm. Celtics. Uh, all right. Last year they went four. Oh, they went forty-eight and twenty-four. Uh, that's basically a fifty-five win season. They lost the Eastern Conference Finals four games to two. Fourth in offense. Fourth in defense. Uh, this defense specifically was really good at limiting assists and uh, three-pointers. So uh, good perimeter defense. Knocked a lot of passes away. Uh, their transactions were simple, but, but 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 you know, a big. We have uh, Tristan Thompson in, Jeff Teague, uh, and then rookies Aaron Neesmith and Peyton Pritchard. Mm-hmm. Uh, out. Gordon Hayward. Brad Wanamaker and Ennis Cantor. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and the over under for this team is 44 and a half. That is basically a 50.5 in a normal 82 game season. Uh, Joey, I have two questions for you. Mm-hmm. One of them is uh, Are there two less inspiring first round picks than these two guys? I mean, I don't like either of these guys. Uh, Weird Celtics Twitter already has turned Peyton Pritchard into like a funny joke, which isn't a great, <laughs> not a I mean, great like, start. Look, <laughs> I, I got to say, just for the record, as much as we are just so anti-Celtics, Weird Celtics Twitter, like that's the best thing yeah. about the whole franchise. Love uh, Frazier Ramon. <laughs> Frazier Ramon specifically. Love Sam uh, Sheehan. Steve Merkel. Yeah, uh, love, weird... yeah love uh, the Riffs man, of course. Sam Sam Sheen is like a roller coaster follow. I love yeah. it. Um uh and then my other question. Oh, never mind. Sorry, that question is later in this. I forgot it's later. Okay. Um what do you think? What do you think? Is this are you over 50 and a half? I'm over. 
for sure. Um, look, uh, anytime you get rid of Brett Gordon Hayward and Ennis Cantor, you're you're a better team. Um, I think I'm going over two. They seem a little shallow this year. They do, but they have Brad Stevens. I don't know. Like, not that he's worth Giannis, but it's like Tatum, Brown, Brad Stevens. That gets you 50 games. I'm a little worried about Kemba's knee because I just don't care about Kemba. I just but the th- the thing is though when I was looking at the, what what made me pick the over is looking at these defensive stats and I'm like oh they'll be able to do all of that right. last year like like they're you know Wanamaker is a good defensive player but like these are these are whatever yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I don't think I'm, you need to explain it I, yeah like Grant Williams and we're we're suddenly going to be like oh I guess Romeo is a, a good perimeter defender now like it yeah. Um, okay, let me give you a James. Okay, this is, um, I am, um, Steve O'Sullivan Connell from Our Blog. Our Blog, okay. Yeah, like Red, Red Auerbach, but it's a blog, you know. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm a, that's the I'm name not... of my SB Nation blo- Celtics blog. <laughs> uh, James Harden is heading to the Celtics in exchange for Kemba Walker, mm-hmm. Romeo Langford, mm-hmm. Taco Fall, mm-hmm. a 2021 first round pick, a 2021 second round pick, and a 2023 second round pick. Those second round picks are heavily protected. Mm-hmm. I would never do this trade in my entire life. Never, uh, never. No. First off, I'm not getting any white guys. Secondly, <laughs> uh, he'll ruin my culture. Just like Kyrie Irving did. Next. <laughs> he's he's going to be the Mo Vaughn of, of your team. Just obsessed with. He was just going to be at the strip clubs in Providence mm-hmm. all the time. And that's too far from the practice facility. Plus, uh, nobody wants to read those reports that those Boston Globe guys have to write when he leaves town. About how he said no one time to Brad Stevens. <laughs> Right, they're all the the dossier is going to be already like just going nuts there. Mm-hmm. All right, what's our next team? Uh, we have the Brooklyn Nets, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Brooklyn Nets, uh, la- they're they're over under exactly the same as the Celtics, forty four and a half, basically at fifty point five. Last year they were thirty five and thirty seven, which is basically uh, a forty and forty two team. I will say their record looks deceptively good because they went five and two in the bubble with what was effectively a team of temps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no Kyrie, no Dinwiddie, no KD, no DeAndre Jordan. Um, uh, they lost in the first round four one to the uh, Toronto Raptors. They were the seven seed, twenty uh, second best offense, ninth best defense, uh, and they were second in the league in defensive rebounds and total rebounds thanks to. Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan. Good job, guys. A uh, lot of, lot of, you know, weird. Uh, I would say they had some monumental ins and outs, but not that many players moving. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Uh, in they have uh, coach slash aspiring cool guy CEO Steve Nash. Shoe man. Shoe man. Yeah. Shoe man. Steve Nash. Um, assistant coach Mike D'Antoni. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Guy dodging yeah. bullets for letting James Harden do whatever he wants. Yeah, currently, like, <laughs> currently, like, I'm sure Mike D'Antoni's like, I used to play in Italy. Guys did, I did so much worse yeah. on road trips, Currently, buddy. currently just really neoing uh, all the bullets so they land into James Harden's chest for letting James Harden do whatever he wanted. 
yeah, man. Like, um, <laughs> I, trying to say for the record, that article did not particularly paint James Harden in a bad light, according. I mean, like, everybody freaked out and was like, oh, he wasn't practicing. But instead, that was just like, this guy did whatever he wanted. He partied in the middle of road trips. He still led the league in scoring. And made <laughs> like, the Western Conference Finals every year. And every um, time a teammate started acting like an asshole, he just had him traded. Like, yeah. if that was your job, you, you would rule. You would be the coolest dude in the office. Like, oh, that that guy was talking shit to him, and then he got sent to, he got transferred to Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Damn, he's <laughs> cold blooded. But also, uh, if that guy were ten minutes late to a, a meeting, the boss would just start the meeting instead of being like, "We gotta wait for James." Mm-hmm. And guess what? Mike D'Antoni did not start the meeting. All right. Uh, I, I'm not, I don't think James, I don't think Mike D'Antoni is doing anything wrong. Also, it's like this is unprecedented. Like, oh, some team accommodated a superstar? Mm-hmm. Like, you know who else uh, used to cancel practice so people could go to clubs? The 1996 Chicago Bulls. So, you know. Uh, okay. Uh, besides that, they added Landry Shamit from the L.A. Clippers, Bruce Brown from the Detroit Pistons, uh, the the immortal Jeff Green from Houston, and essentially uh, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant will be joining the team this year. Uh, out, Coach Kenny Atkinson. Out, Coach Jock Vaughn. Out, Wilson Chandler, Garrett Temple, Zanin Musa, and Michael Beasley, who I had forgotten, mm-hmm. was on the Nets. Uh I'm, I'm going to say we have one main question, which I think kind of defines it. Like, there's all this different stuff. They got a new coach. But uh, the real question is, how good is Kevin Durant going to be this season? I mean, he looks fine, right? Uh, but, I, I, you know, Kevin Durant's going to be fine. That's been my take this whole time. Uh, yeah. He's still seven feet tall and shoots really well. Like, so what if he's a little slower? Like, he's Kevin Durant. Um, yeah, like, he might not be the best player in the NBA, but could he be the best player in the Eastern Conference? I think he could. I just don't understand I mean, why what you why you asked this question and not the question about their are they going to have an Instagram summit about their offense every week? Because <laughs> that was uh, incredible. I didn't even see that. Can you tell me about that? Oh, they were Kyrie Irving was explaining he wanted like sixteen post ups a game, and Kevin Durant was like, "We're not going to do that." The offense won't be better if our point guard's standing under the basket. And Kyrie was like, no, but you don't get it. I've got a mismatch every single time down the floor. And then he was like, and then he was like, uh, okay, how about four a quarter? And then he was like, four a half. And then Kevin Durant just went, yeah, we'll see about that, buddy. Yeah. Literally, that's what he said. So we're we're saying that... Um... When when we're looking, like, we got Jacques Vaughn, obviously, uh, and we got, uh, he's one of the coaches. Mike D'Antoni's one of the coaches. Steve Nash is one of the coaches. Kevin Durant's one of the coaches. Kyrie Irving might not be one of the coaches. I mean, I don't care about, I just want that every week. I want them to have a wrap-up about what happened every single week because uh-huh. it was... So funny, Kevin uh, Kyrie Irving was sitting on the floor Indian style with his phone on a tripod while Kevin Durant was holding it like while laying in bed where it's like too close to his face. You know how someone's uh, Uh 
So it really looked like a guru and a troubled man, mm-hmm. even though they're they're like what they were discussing was opposite. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, this is an over for me. This is an easy over. Yeah, I Kevin Durant I, even at eighty five percent is probably the second best player in the East, maybe the best still. Um, yeah, and I actually think that um. I, I think this is an over too. Just, just, just. I, I, it, even with all the craziness of Kyrie, like I think I would go over even if it was just Dinwiddie and Durant and these guys. Yeah. But I, I just think that like, with like the funny thing about Durant, who was not necessarily an entirely positive clubhouse force in mm-hmm. Golden State, not entirely positive. That's all I'm saying. I'm uh-huh. not even critiquing him that much but like uh kevin durant is really good in this situation of just when a crazy person says something like this is where his uh twitter experience really helps that Kyrie can say something and kevin can just be like nah man nah man mm-hmm. you and your feelings about that post up and that's like perfect like because Kyrie just really wants to say it mm-hmm. <laughs> um and and just uh they they, they still have everybody else. They have, like, Joe Harris is a great fit next to Kevin Durant. Jared Allen's really good. Um, I think getting DeAndre Jordan seemed a little crazy when they had Jared Allen, but also, like, mm-hmm. it's not it's not a bad thing to have both of them. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. DeAndre Jordan is good at very specific things. So it just seems like this team is really loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Like, um, yeah. We're both over. And uh, Joey... Uh, oh, first off, my name's not Joey. I'm oh, I'm from the SB Nation blog. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the the uh, shit. I had it. Oh, the the Swamp Dragon Digest. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. And my name is uh, Ricardo um, Duncan. Ricardo Duncan. Yeah. Okay, Ricardo Duncan. Here's what the Nets are giving up here. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, mm-hmm. Karis LeVert, mm-hmm. Jared Allen, mm-hmm. Torian Prince, okay. and a 2025 protected Golden State Warriors second round pick for James Harden and P.J. Tucker, two mm-hmm. disgruntled Rockets. Nets blogger, what do you say? I would never do that. Never? No, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is uh, an incredibly important, he has to live in New York as a financial guy, uh, he's part of Bitcoin. He's like, and I don't want to ruin, I don't want to ruin his life or the culture of my team by adding James Harden. <laughs> you got to protect those, that coin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Charlotte Hornets, Sean, they're over unders 26 and a half, uh, uh, which is 30 games. Run us right, who, yeah, 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 run I'm us sorry. who they added and who left. And okay, your so question. Yeah, last year, last year, twenty three and forty two, which was actually ninth in the East, uh, which would have been a twenty nine and fifty three record. Twenty ninth in offense, twenty fourth in defense, and they played at the slowest pace in the league. Uh, in Gordon Hayward, gamer slash uh, swingman slash uh, uh, police cuck. Yeah, uh. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Police, police cuck is wife got. Anyway, she's really gonna miss Boston. Uh, Lamelo Ball, the rookie, uh, Vernon Carey Jr., and uh, some other lesser Nick Richards from Kentucky and Grant Riller. Who cares? Yeah, and who cares? But that like 
the draft Twitter wants us to acknowledge these. I'm saying games. we need to get moving. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they lost Dwayne Bacon, Nick Batum, and Willie Hernan Gomez. Joey, did you know Nick Batum was on the Clippers? I did. Yeah, I did. I, it's I very totally weird. Did. I was like, whoa. Uh, uh, I okay. only knew that because I follow a, a lot of my favorite Twitter followers are actually Clipper people. Lewis Keen, uh-huh. Fly by Night, Fly by Night, uh, anyone at two one three hoops. Wow, Rich Homie Flom. I love oh, Rich Homie Flom. All dude. great follows. Yeah, um, um, I'm 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 way into Clipper Nation uh, reporting too because it's like it's 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 look we're just shouting out all these blogs, but uh, I like that Clipper fandom is uh, like real cynical in a way. Like it's a it, there's not a lot of like clipper fanboying you know mm-hmm. yeah okay so um okay here's my question about the charlotte hornets uh according to sham Sharanya, gordon hayward broke his fifth finger which <laughs> first off <laughs> which finger is your fifth finger it's your pinky it i know pinky. but like yeah like it depends on which way you're looking at your hand you know sounds, what i mean it's a crazy way to refer to it because i don't think of my thumb as my first finger no my thumb is my thumb yeah um i don't know man um okay so maybe this is dick dude oh that's it's yeah because it either sounds racist or dirty yeah <laughs> Or uh, like a movie Paul Schrader made in 1973. The fifth thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. And like it really, it, it, it weirdly stars like Gene Hackman, Yafet Kodo, and uh, Richard Pryor. <laughs> Richard Pryor is like like a priest somehow. Yeah, but it's a uh, drama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so Gordon Hayward broke his pinky. Uh, he also hurt his hand last fall. Now, here are my, my I have two questions. This is that either or? These are it's is gaming. He, dude. It's is gaming. he hurting himself from too much gaming, or is his wife intentionally hurting him so he can't game as much? It's, I mean, first off, his wife doesn't like him, so it's not that. Uh, it's no, the game. I think she might be injuring him because she hates his gaming. Right? So no, I not understand what you're saying, but I don't think, but I don't think she yeah. likes him enough to even have him not gaming. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, yeah, he's got those headphones on. Uh, he can't hurry her getting double teamed. Right. She can't. She can't hear get. Uh, she she can't, he can't hear her getting fifth fingered by uh, the the employees at the cheese shop. Um, yeah. oh my God. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this under it's 26 and a half that's basically a 30 win team for these charlotte hornets uh i know where i'm going where are you going Jamie? i'm going under i'm absolutely going under because for one thing uh lamella ball is going to be bad this year he'll be fun but he is definitely not going to be a winning basketball player this year mm-hmm. and i'm that's not even saying anything negative about his future as an nba player no, but this i still year, think he's the best guy in this draft uh but I, I mean, rookies just, are bad especially ones who have to handle the ball a lot and are like 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 the knock on them is like well they play really crazy and they can't shoot yeah so uh yeah and gordon hayward is already getting hurt like mm-hmm. he's going to keep getting hurt the entirety of this contract yep uh unders all right let's look at who Wait, could they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I, James Harden trade. Sorry, I thought you were moving on to the Bulls. All right. Oh no, 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 no. We gotta, we gotta make this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me see. Hold on. Let me just put James Harden into the trade. Sorry, I. Uh, I am of course. Um, I'm a uh, Betty Rickert from Hive Up. 
Damn, high up. Uh-huh. Okay, we're trading uh the okay, so coming into the Rockets, we're trading Vernon Carey Jr., Devontae Graham, Gordon Hayward, Jalen McDaniels, Bismack Biombo, and uh the Rockets are going to be getting back James Harden, Kenyon Martin Jr., and uh, sorry, the Hornets will be getting back Harden, Kenyon Martin Jr., and Sterling K. Brown, Emmy winner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh Hornets, are you gonna do this deal? I think I'd do this deal. I would. I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm also gonna force you to take uh, Terry Rozier's contract off my hands. Oh my god! Well, okay. Well, the I don't think the money works in that case. So you're gonna be have to take uh, Daniel House and Gerald Green in that I'm, scenario. I'm still doing that deal. Okay, great. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to James Harden ruining my culture. Yeah, it's tight. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what is there to ruin on this team? I gotta say. <laughs> no, no offense, but come on. All right, Sean, the Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls. Say, I heard so much about the Bulls because of a group chat. Uh, okay. They, last year, were 22-43. and 43. That converts to about a 28-win team. 27th in offense, better than I expected. 12th in defense. Uh, they were actually led the league in steals and made the fourth most three-pointers in the league. Both of those were shocking to me. Okay, coming in, it's basically Patrick Williams and Billy Donovan, uh, but no disrespect to Garrett Temple. Whatever. Um, out. Jim Boylan. Jim Boylan's time clock. Jim Boylan's cereal closet. Garpax. Chris Dunn and Shaq Harrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey, my question to you: The Bulls are going to develop their young pieces this year. Kobe White, Lowry, Markinen, Wendell Carter Jr., and Patrick Williams. Are these young pieces any good? Uh, I think some of them are good. I like Wendell Carter if he's not broken. I like Kobe White as like a sixth man scoring guy. Um, I don't know. People seem to really like Patrick Williams, Bulls people. I just feel like this team has very little. Actually, I like Zach Levine. Don't get me wrong. But, like, the future of this team, I don't... Given, you know, four lottery picks in a row... I'm, um, I'm taking the under. What's the number? Do you, well, we sorry, forgot to 20, say. It's 29 and a half. Which so is basically... 34 uh, games. Yeah, yeah, 34 games, basically. And that's would be a six game improvement. 30 games seems about right to me. 30 wins seems about right to me. Um, I mean, I think they'll be better, but they also easily could be worse. Right. So you're taking the over. You were both taking the under. Yeah. 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 You know what? I'm going to take the over with this team. It's a low enough number Mm -hmm. that I think that no Boylan, more Levine and just like, Okay, I don't even have a really high opinion of Markinen and Carter, but I feel like they can't be worse than last year. Mm-hmm. And so we're basically betting on essentially a five-win improvement, and I actually think that Billy Donovan over Jim Boylan is like three or four. I think That's that, the worst coach in the league. Yes, I think they're going to be better. I just don't know if they're that much better yet. Yeah, yeah I think that's fair. Um, but I'm kind of I'm kind of doing this also to disagree with you. Sure. And I I forgot, I was like, I am low on this team. And then I realized that making the over-under, they could go over and still be a pretty bad team. Mm-hmm. Okay, so w- should they trade for Josh Hart? Give me, give me who, um, uh, give me, who, who am I negotiating with? Oh, I'm, of course, uh, 
Um, uh, windy. I'm a windy jump shot daily, and I'm a, a JB uh, uh, Solkowski. Okay. Well, JD uh, Solkowski, mm-hmm. here's my trade: mm-hmm. Otto Porter Jr., Zach Levine, Thaddeus Young. Tomas Sadoransky and Cristiano Felicio for John Wall and James Harden. And to sweeten the deal, the Houston Rockets are going to be throwing in a 2021 first round pick uh, from Detroit protected for selections one through 16 in 2021, one through 16 in 2022, one through 18 in 2023, one through 18 in 2024, one through 13 in 2025, one to 11 in 2026, one through nine in 2027. And it will become, if it doesn't convert in those seven years, if Detroit is that bad, uh, it'll become a second round pick to Houston. Sorry, a, a second round pick to the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would not do this deal. What? Uh, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, look, Jim Boylan, say what you will about him. Uh-huh. Uh, and we have at my blog, Windy City, Second City, Hoop City, um, which is the full, that's the full title. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, he set a culture, a culture of work. We're a Midwest team. We, we respect work and we don't need anybody who's not going to work. On our team, so I'm sorry, Rothstone. I'm saying no, and I'm right. saying it disrespectfully. Wow! Because how okay. dare you offend me by even offering that trade for Bulls for the the strong Bulls culture? Mm-hmm. All right, you know what? I respect that. All right, Sean, the Cleveland Cavaliers. <sighs> okay, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Let's let's let's. Not spend very much time on this. Uh, 19 and 46 last year. That's a 24 win team. They were 25th in offense, 29th in defense. Uh, if you're wondering about how athletic this team was, not at all. Last in blocks, la- first in turnovers. Uh, oh, sorry. Last in blocks, last in opponents' turnovers, sixth worth in steal, and the second worst team in the league in free throw attempts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought in. Isaac Okoro, the fifth pick in the draft, and three-time champion JaVale McGee and Thon Maker, because this team, well, we'll get to this later, out Tristan Thompson, NBA champions Jordan Bell and Alfonso McKinney, and Ante Zizic, the prize in the Kyrie Irving trade. Mm-hmm. All right, Joey, this team currently has four centers, and for some reason, Kevin Love is intentionally gaining weight so he could play more five. Wait, he is? What? Are we going to yes. see, is he going back to UCLA body? Not, I don't know what beefing up means to Kevin Love, but I kind of feel like, I mean, I'm I'm loving it. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. He's, he's going to get like a chocolate ice cream endorsement now instead mm-hmm. of chocolate milk. Um, my question is, what's going on? <laughs> what are they doing? Um, Why are there so many centers? This team is lost. McGee, uh, Maker, Drummond, Nance, and now Love. Yeah, but... They've drafted two point two tiny, tiny point guards who aren't good in a row. And uh-huh. now anytime you mention that Colin Sexton isn't good and is a point guard, people yell at you and say he's a two guard and he's like six one. Um yeah, I don't think like yeah, they're both we look and uh <laughs> look, here's the thing. This team has been spurned by LeBron twice, the uh-huh. greatest wing of a generation. 
Right. And it's like somebody going out of their way to uh, date someone who's not like their ex-wife. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're just not signing any wings. So let me give you their wing depth on this team. Well, I, we don't have time. But anyway, Kevin Porter Jr., Dante Axum, and Chetty Osman. Kevin Those Porter are... Jr., who's a bad guy. Um, he was the best player on their team last year, and did he's he, a did, bad was he guy. Really bad? Was he really bad? I thought he got his charges dropped, but maybe there was some. Maybe there, maybe there were more. Maybe there was more than one crime. Well, because there were also crimes in college. That was why he fell so ah. for, this, for a similar thing. They just dropped his charges this year because uh, he just he got into a regular car accident and like a gun and some weed came loose, and then the cops were like, "Well, he shouldn't have had the gun, but he wasn't branded. It, like the gun fell out or mm-hmm. something. I don't know." Whatever his recent legal... Tr- well, look, not great, though. Not great mm-hmm. that he had the loaded gun and the weed in the car. Yeah. Um, no, but he... I mean, he may have done something else. I, I'm he not... He did say he did some uh, other... Some, uh, I believe it was violence against... There's some violence against women uh, okay, that's involved not good. as well. Well, yeah. look, this team's terrible. Uh, <laughs> they, I'll tell you this right now. They can't make this over under... Uh, low enough. I think me. I might be wrong on that, though. Now that I'm saying that, I don't know. I looked, I looked it up, and I just saw charges drop. But it could just be that uh, the Google algorithm is uh, just kind of busted in general. Mm-hmm. You just get news. I might be, I might be wrong. I, I don't okay. want to accidentally do that. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but discouraging. No, no, no. Game. November seventeenth, reportedly punched woman in face during August. There you go. Okay, that's part guy. of that altercation. But yeah, he punched a woman in the face. Okay, sorry. Um, okay, his gun charge was dropped yeah. from a different incident, but not good. Not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not then he good. ripped the apparent one. Of the women claim that one of the women claimed that he ripped her out her hair and punched her in the face. Um. So. <sighs> yep. That that guy sucks. Yep. Um. All right. Sorry for defending Kevin Porter. Um, cops probably should charge him for that other thing. Mm-hmm. Then. Yep. I mean, the cops too, though. Joey, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> everyone's all, all losers in this situation, much like the Cleveland Cavaliers themselves. Gotta say, um, I, this is one of the things that makes the salary cap frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Sean, the the car crash weed gun was a separate incident from yes. That weekend okay. where he punched the woman in the face. All right, he, cool. He had yeah, he yeah, yeah. That. Very cool, cool okay. guy. Um, <laughs> let me just say this over under is twenty one and a half, which is a pretty low for a seventy two game season. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say you couldn't make it low enough. I'm still me. taking the under. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though this was effectively their record last year, um, I just think they're actually worse. Even though, even though no Andre Drummond is better than. Anybody they have was better, but like I still just feel like I I just can't. Somebody's got to lose a lot of games in this. Exactly, exactly. Because basically, there were bad teams that got like the Bulls. You look at them, and it's like, well, this is a bad team that's going to be a couple games better, and those games have to come from somewhere, Mm -hmm. and it's Cleveland. That's where they're and Detroit, who we'll get to next. Um, Yeah. Okay, so here is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a, a James Harden trade here. Mm-hmm. And this is the wrong team. Hold on just a second. I don't even know how you make a trade here, Joey. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Cleveland. Would Wait, hold t- on. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Uh, oh, who am I making this deal with? Uh, I am, of course, um, 
John's John John C C Damerel um from uh uh the the point of the sword. Okay. That's... Uh okay, we're going to this trade is going to be uh, obviously Drummond's got to go the other mm-hmm. way. And you know what we're going to give we're going to get rid of Kevin Love too. Love and Drummond mm-hmm. leaving town in exchange for Eric Gordon and James Harden and uh the Cavs are going to have to throw in a little some a little some sweetener and that is going to be uh in 2023 the more favorable of their 2023 second round pick and Golden State's 2023 second round pick uh the other pick goes to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Are you going to make this trade Cleveland Cavs? Uh, I am not making this trade. Um I've had enough of diva behavior between wow. Kyrie Irving and uh LeBron James. Uh-huh. <laughs> um and Kevin Love last year frankly. Yeah. Uh, yep. So I'm going to build around my promising young core of Colin Sexton. <laughs> and Darius Garland. Okay, great. And uh, I wouldn't want to ruin my great culture. Uh, so no. Okay. And you're you're under on this team, right? I Just am way under. Way yeah. under. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're moving on to the Detroit Pistons. They were a 20-win team last year. That's actually effectively a 25-win team in a normal season. 21st in offense, 22nd in defense. Uh, weirdly, they had the lowest amount of rebounds in the league, even though they had uh, the NBA's rebounding leader, Andre Drummond, for 49 <laughs> games. They played very slow, Joey. I just <laughs> thought that was amazing that they somehow... I, mean, I don't know if Andre Drummond just got all the rebounds, or... Anyway. Um Joey, I'm going to do something different on this one. Uh-huh. I'm just going to tell you who's still there. Okay. Because 13 guys left and 13 guys came in. Here are the guys who are still on this team. Blake Griffin, Derek Rose, Svee, and Saku Dumboya. Mm-hmm. That is all of their existing players from last year. Um, I'll You know what? I'll also say they added uh, Jaleel Okafor, Mason Plumlee, and uh, Isaiah Stewart. Oh, and uh, of course, finally coming over, uh, Davidas Cervitas. Mm-hmm. And then they lost everyone else on the team. Okay. Uh, dude, what's, what's happening? It did party boy Tom Gorris just stay up for seven days when the league year opened just uh, doing rails? Is that what <laughs> happened? Uh, I mean, I think what happened is... Uh, I can't explain what happened. I was going to try and come up with something. I can't explain it. Um, like, I think he lost track of, I mean, I'm all into just changing your team for no reason when you're this bad. Why not? It's very weird. Um, I mean, do you prefer Daylon Wright or, uh, Luke Kennard? Uh, Luke Kennard. Cause he, I understand Luke Kennard's a better player than Delon Wright, but I would rather not look at Luke Kennard. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I I guess I get it. Uh, Would you rather watch Josh Jackson or John Henson? I guess Josh Jackson. Mm-hmm. Would you rather watch uh, John and Musa or uh, Tony Snell? Oh, Musa, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather watch? Uh, um, I guess we're out of actual players. I would just uh, rather watch Christian Wood than any of them, though. That's well, that is that is so true. That's like I don't the, know that's why. Real, I mean, maybe he just really wanted out too. Um, 
All right, but here's okay, but but let's make a James Harden trade happen. Mm-hmm. Let's make it real easy. The money is going to uh, basically match exactly. Detroit. Well, receiving... first off, I'm. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, tell I'm. Me uh, <laughs> I'm Tim Miller from Detroit basketball. You have to spell it all out with that many. It's there's 15 e's. Okay, uh, <laughs> so here's here's what's gonna happen. Uh, the Pistons will be receiving James Harden. Mm-hmm. The Houston Rockets will be receiving Blake Griffin, Josh Jackson, and their own 2027 mm-hmm. second round pick. They're getting it back. I, I'm not doing that. You're not doing it. No, uh, he plays too similar a role as Derek Rose, uh, oh, one of the constants oh. on our team. Um, <laughs> I'm not he's, doing he's actually- it. <laughs> Derek Rose is Pistons culture at yeah, this point. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, uh, we didn't take I, an over I, and under. Um, oh, right. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking a big under here. Well, way under. The the over under is uh, 23 and a half. Mm-hmm. So is this going to be a 20, basically a 27 win team? I, I Joey, don't... I'm going over. I mean, if Blake Griffin plays, yeah, right? Like, 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 how many games would Blake Griffin have to play for them to win 27 games in the East? Now, does it seem like they have seven centers and mm-hmm. no guards? Kind of. I, that's my thing. I think... <laughs> Look, I understand <laughs> they have... Like... I understand they have Derrick Rose or whatever, and I'm supposed oh. to think he's cool, even though he's bad. Um, uh. But... I think they're going to be giving the ball to Killian Hayes to throw out of bounds, like, on 10 straight possessions. Um, this, I got to say, this is a weird depth chart when you look mm-hmm. at it. Because mm-hmm. you've got Jeremy Grant slotted in at small forward. Mm-hmm. Your starters are Killian Hayes, DeLon Wright, Grant Griffin Plumley, Derek Rose is your sixth man. Saku is, is your backup three. Mm-hmm. And then Sadiq Bey, Josh Jackson... I'm still over on him. I'm still over on him just because I think like, look, I don't believe in Blake Griffin's health very much, except when he's had like a year and a half off. Mm-hmm. You, know what I, you know what I mean? Like he couldn't be more rested. The stakes couldn't be lower. Um, So I think, I think they'll hit. I think this is a 24 win team. Joey. I mean, I, I, I see what you're doing there. I just think they're going to trade. These other players, but looking at their roster, uh-huh. I just think they're gonna like be trading the useful players at the deadline. Uh, I mean, for maybe, more picks, <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't really get. I just don't necessarily think they're rebuilding. They're kind of in win now mode. <laughs> well, like, this is the saddest win now mode. I. It's just they're like. Okay, Jackson, think- Hayes, Bay are like, and Dumboya are like their real core, right? And Stewart now. They did add three first round picks this year. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just doesn't seem like the timeline is going to fit for them to try and win more than 20, 27 I just, games. I just can't think <laughs> of how a Blake Griffin trade would happen this year. And that's like, and anyone else they trade, it's like, whatever. And I don't know. I think they could win a third of their games in the East. I feel like this is the dumbest mm-hmm. prediction I've made on this show. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of feeling it. I'm sure. All right, let's move on. We got to go. We got to go yeah. faster. Uh, our yeah, our yeah, thing, yeah, well, this is going to be a two and a half hour show again. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> the season's coming. What are we going to do? Uh, all right. Uh, this the Indiana Pacers, 45 and 28. That was a 51 win team last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got swept by Miami in round one, 19th in offense, sixth in defense, last in free throws and last in three pointers, not running a modern NBA offense. Uh, almost no movement. They added a new coach and Cassius Stanley from Duke, and then they fired Nate McMillan and got rid of TJ Leaf. Um, here's my question Was firing Nate McMillan fair? Uh, no. Uh, and I thought it was a pretty bad look, actually, um, to, you know, uh, it's it's like a it's like a strange thing to um, constantly be talking about uh, because your players are making you constantly talk about how black lives matter and how you're working with black owned businesses. And then you uh, fire the the black coach who won 51 games last year. Um, I do agree. And you know what? Uh, I wouldn't have fired him either. Although, although that I do think that um, he may have been resistant to fixing a couple of those offensive things. It's just weird because they actually do have the personnel to shoot threes, mm-hmm. and they just don't. And I don't know if that's because they've run the offense through Sabonis. Uh, I think I I also don't think it was fair. Like they got, yeah, they got swept twice in the playoffs, but they got swept. By a team that went to the finals and a bunch of their dudes were hurt. Uh, anyway, um, and I they won fifty-one games and they're the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Like, like they were the four, they were fourth in the East. Like, you probably and their best hurt. player was hurt the whole year. Well, this is the other thing I'll say. I think it is fair to uh, change coaches when you're fourth in the East if you think that you're like poised to go over the top. Mm-hmm. But that's not what the rest of their moves said. Right. Their moves said, we are preparing to also be fourth or fifth in the East and lose in the mm-hmm. first round. So, uh, all right. Uh, their over-under is 39 and a half. Uh, that's a 45-win team. So, essentially, I mean, they won 45 games last year. But uh, it's basically, will they will they decline by five games? I've got a, I've got a good one for you, Sean. Yeah. Uh, yes, I think this team. I'm taking the the under on this team big time. Wow. Uh, because they spent all summer talking about how they were going to trade two of their highest paid players, and then didn't trade them, uh, and now have to deal with that. <laughs> uh yeah. I don't think Miles Turner uh, feels content, and Victor Oladipo is almost definitely getting traded. Is he? Um, they still haven't done it. No, I mean like mid-season. They're not trading. No, I now, know that's, but... but that's what I mean. Like, so guess what? He's gonna be miserable for and making everyone miserable for half for a third of a season. That eh, never works. I don't think he's gonna be making people miserable, dude. He's 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 an army no, star. Gonna, he's gonna be singing sad songs, making them all sad. Yeah, I just I just think my my take is they I, thought I mean, they were I, gonna I, trade him so hard. They put out one of those, we're trading this guy hit pieces. Here was his bad behavior. Well, right. I just... And then they didn't trade him. I don't think you're wrong about this. I just don't think he's very good. And so... I also don't think he's very good, but, like, you have to play him. Right, but, like, I, I just... You didn't play him most of last year. 
Because he was, you know hurt. what I mean. Like he barely played last year, so having no Victor Oladipo is basically what you had last year, right? But that's but what I'm saying is now you have to play him, and like whatever magic thing you had going on last year, guess what? Uh, sad Victor Oladipo and uh, disgruntled Miles Turner are now there. I just, I just kind of think they're going to be the same. Like, like Jeremy Lamb will be back, uh, you know, after a month. Uh, I just don't think they'll be like that much worse. You know what I mean? This this is like this team's flat. Like Malcolm Brogdon probably won't be hurt as much. TJ Warren probably won't be as good. Miles Turner was bad last year, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like 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 it. I do think it's a disgruntled team, but uh, I mean like Oladipo's unhappy, and I think Miles Turner probably wants to get traded. But uh, the difference being. Miles Turner has like contract security, mm-hmm. and I just think that that aspect of it, like Oladipo, was worried about his next deal. I just think vibes matter, my man. That's all. I I'm do. just going off vibes, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, you pick under. I'll pick over. I just think this is like. Mm-hmm. I would be very surprised if this team wasn't a little above average because mm-hmm. they're kind of they're the Indiana Pacers. That's what they do. All right, give me the James Harden oh, trade. Oh, also, oh, the big the other big thing is um. They're just going to shoot more threes, and it'll make them way better. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like that's going to counter the vibes, I think. Um, okay, so who are they going to trade for James Well, Harden? first well, off, you're talking to Peter Gailey from Pinstripe Nation. <laughs> oh, thank God. Peter Gailey, I love Peter. Peter, is he related? He's Wait, there's a guy named Peter Gailey who is a Pacers blogger? I'm... He's got to be related to Megan Gailey, right? Sean, I'm making up all of these names in these oh, blogs. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's weird that you picked Peter Gailey because I think I think he I think I think it's I think it's I think he's related to Megan. I, he might be related to Megan Gailey. Yeah, our That's friend what... who is the only Pacers fan I know. Yeah, yeah. He might be related. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter Gailey. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's got red hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Pinstripe Nation. Loves well, golfing. Yeah. He's uh, okay. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get creative with this one because. Uh, Obviously, the centerpiece of this trade is Oladipo and Turner for Harden. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I think we got to make sure that this is a good cultural fit for Indiana because they've had some bad experiences with strip clubs before. And we got to make sure that they're getting under the tax. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to get rid of a possibly problematic contract for them. Goga. Bid dot say, mm-hmm. that get them under the did that get them under the cat under the oh, there's 16k over the tax. I gotta fix this, Joey. Hold on. And Edmund Sumner, he's also going to the Rockets in this deal. And how many are there any white players? On so who the am Rockets? I giving up? Who am I giving up? I can't. I don't know if this is gonna work, Joey. The Rockets don't have any Caucasians on the roster, but uh, you're giving up Victor Oladipo, Miles Turner, Goga Bidatse. And Edmund Summer and getting $2 million under the luxury tax instead of being over. Uh, and you know what? We're going to throw in, because because we, we really want to make this happen, uh, the Rockets are going to have to give up uh, wa- their 2023 first-round pick from Washington, protected heavily through 2026, and uh, will turn into a 2026-2 and a 2027-2. I'm not. I'm not doing that deal. No. No. Um. Gogo Day 
is uh secretly he's he's our crown jewel he's our best prospect uh once we if we can't trade him and miles turner who's gonna play who's gonna play who's gonna play center for us we run a two big lineup. I'll only be a two big lineup. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if what if what if we we adjust this trade a little bit, and uh, you get hold on let's let's sweeten this a little bit for you guys. What if you get back center? He's twenty five years old. He's two hundred eighteen pounds. His name is Bruno Caboclo. No. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. Still under the tax, though. No, I don't like... Look, I don't want any DJs on my team. It's going to ruin the culture. You're... you're well, well, you have a lot... Well, you got rid of... You can have TJs, but not a DJ? Nope. Okay. All right. All right. Miami but, Heat, Sean. I really thought we'd make that work. I just know that they're going to... Herb Simon's going to have to sell so many Orange Juliuses this year. Okay, Miami Heat. Last year, 44 and 29. That's almost a 50 win team. They lost in the NBA Finals 4 to 2. Seventh best offense, 11th best defense, fourth slowest pace, but they still took the fourth most free throws. Thank you, Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic. Uh, in Maurice Mo Harkless, Avery, bad guy Bradley, and Precious Achua um, from the novel Push by Sapphire. Um, out, Jay Crowder, Solomon Hill, and Derek Jones Jr. Joey, was the postseason an indication that this Miami Heat team is better than their record and their peripherals would indicate? Or is it a sign that this is a team that likes pretending that they're in a military prison? Um, I think this is a pretty solid 50-win team. Give me the over. Um, <laughs> I uh, think so, too. They're basically... Like, Bam's really good. I would also say it's weird that the over-under is effectively their record from last year. Mm -hmm. I don't know why you would think they would be much worse as a regular season team, especially considering that, like, uh, I know they're losing Jay Crowder, Solomon Hill, and Derek Jones, but how many games did those guys even play for them? Right. And, Um, like, Mo Harkless is a pretty solid uh, Jay Crowder replacement. Right. Yeah, I mean, as long as he has no three-point shooting uh, related uh, things. But I mean, Jay Crowder doesn't contract. shoot three-pointers very well either. It's they're like the same guy. Except yeah, yeah. No, one I, no, was I'm, underpaid and one was overpaid. No, I just mean. Uh, no, I mean the only difference is that Mel Harkless used to have a contract incentive not to shoot right. threes. No, no, yeah. So I, I know what you mean. Without that, uh, no, I mean like if you were trying to make a fake Jay Crowder equivalent, like he couldn't didn't sign the licensing for something, it would be Mo Harkless. It's like, it is the smoothest transition possible. Also, Mo Harkless probably has not had a marriage proposal uh, rejected. So that's also good. All right. So we're, we're going to, I'm going to, let's, let's, let's put, uh, let's get James Harden to Miami, Joey. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you give me, who am I talking to? Oh, I mean, uh, you're calling, you're actually talking to our friend. Alex Toledo uh, uh-huh. from the Miami Heat beat uh, from Five Reason Sports uh, uh-huh. at Tropical Blanket on tri- Twitter. You're talking to me, Alex Toledo. Uh-huh. Okay, great. I love it. Uh, <laughs> all right. The first real guy I've named. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to add one more guy here. Is he in the I'm going to tell you right now, whatever you're giving up, I'm giving it up. For- yes. <laughs> Uh, we're looking at here. Here is your here is your offer. It is a 
2027-1, a 2027-2, a 2025-1, Kelly Olenek, Kendrick Nunn, KZ Okpala, Andre Iguodala, and Myers Leonard. So wait, you're saying I don't have to give up either of, either of my precious white men? Uh, well, you have to give up Kelly Olenek. No, but no, not but... Doug- you're giving up two white men, but not all no, four. Of your not white men. hero or don't not hero or guy. Robinson. Well, actually, let's 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 actually adjust that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Goran Rod, Rodgers. Okay, so we're gonna put hero in this trade, but you know what? We're gonna sweeten it. But I'm also, not gonna... it doesn't matter. I'm taking it. I'm a smart blogger. I'm taking it. If you okay. can get James Harden, you get James Harden. You become a, fi- a finals uh, person. Okay, Wait, well, a you're finals losing person? Tyler Hero, but you're getting Ben La- McLemore. Okay, that's great. Perfect. Okay. I don't... Wait, we've made it happen. Congratulations. <laughs> we've made a match. I love it. Uh, I'm I'm also over on this. I just think, yeah, they're, it's a 51-2. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of close, but I just think they'll actually be a little bit better this year, I think. All right, Sean, the Bucks. Uh, especially when they trade through James Harden. All right, here we go. Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, they were 56 and 17 last year. Uh, actually went three and five in the bubble. So they were they were actually on pace to go a 2015 Warriors style, 67 and 15. Lost to Miami four to one in round two. Honestly, should have been a sweep. Uh, they were the eighth best offense once again were the number one defense uh defensive rating team in the year uh played at the fastest pace in the nba uh they held opponents to the lowest field goal percentage but gave up the most three pointers mm-hmm. so that's uh that's a defensive scheme that will make you lose to the miami heat uh in Jeru holiday dj augustin tory craig bryn forbes uh, Rock'em Sock'em Bobby Portis, Randy Ledoux's favorite player, Trevion Graham, and Sauce Castillo himself, Nick Stauskas. Out! A lot of guys. Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, Sterling Brown, Ursan Ilyasova, Kyle Korver, Robin Lopez, Frank Mason III, Wesley Matthews, and Marvin Williams. I believe three of those guys retired. Mm-hmm. I don't think Ilyasova, Korver, or Williams are on an NBA team right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so they really shook it up. Uh, who's the biggest loss for you in that group? George Hill, I think. I think so too. Like, like Bledsoe, I know he's good on defense, but like holidays so much. Anyway, um, look, let's just be simple about this. Are they doomed in the playoffs? As long as Mike Budenholzer is their coach. Um, probably. I mean, it it seems like he's not doing a great job with that. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, oh, also, uh, they were going to have their bench decimated if they had uh, managed to trade like four guys in a sign-in trade for Bogdan Bogdanovich. Will those players that were supposed to be in the Bogdan deal, I'm talking about DJ Wilson, Dante DiVincenzo, and I don't know, someone else, uh, are they going to be upset that they were on the trading block or relieved that they don't have to play in Sacramento? Uh, I think most of them are relieved except for Dante DiVincenzo because that guy is Sacramento as hell. Oh, my God. Yeah, he could be the mayor of that yeah. town, I feel um, like. Look, the Michael Jordan of Delaware is in the Delaware of California uh-huh. cities. So I, I'm sorry. I like Sacramento, but there's some Delaware vibes to it. Um, all right, Joey. All right. We're going to have... Let's let's make a James Harden deal here, right? Uh, yeah, I My am. Talking. Um, I am of course. Uh, Brick Sokowski. Um, my brother writes for the Bulls. <laughs> uh, and of course, my SB Nation blog 
is uh, f- uh, uh, we're the deer. <laughs> it's weird. Hi. It's weird. It reads we're the deer, but like uh-huh. when you say it, you you know you get it. Yeah, I, I hear that. Um, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna make this a sweet little package for the rockets here. Um, boy, we're oh, we gotta make this is gonna be. Hold on. Well, first you're getting Thanasis onto because well, that's great. Yeah, Gian- Giannis signed. We don't need him anymore. Get out of here. Uh, you're getting you're getting um, first round picks in 2022. Uh, and then second rounders in 2024, Indiana's 20 second round pick in 2025, and uh, the 2027 second round pick. And hold on, you're getting, you're also giving up, uh, Jalen Adams, Dante DiVincenzo, DJ Wilson, Patrick Connaughton, Bobby Portis, and Justin Patton. Are you making this trade for James Harden? Uh, frankly, um, I wasn't even listening. I was, uh, jerking off to the fact that, uh, Giannis signed a five-year max. So sure. Whatever, man. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I could have said anything. (laughs) Uh, okay. The over under is 50 and a half. We're basically saying this Milwaukee Bucks team is a 50. Are they a 58 win team? Uh, no, I'm taking the under. Why? You don't think they're, uh, I think they're good. I just don't think they're. Um, maybe gonna go for f- 60 wins this year? Yeah, I um. think, uh, yeah, I think they'll, I, I think you, I think that's, a just like too much of a downgrade. 53, <laughs> that's what they feel like to me in a normal year, a 53 um, win yeah. team. I just don't think they're gonna be like 15 games worse than last year, that's all. Sure. Um, uh, but they were for... like, historically good last year, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm like a slight over... They don't quite have as much depth, but I still think they're going to be a dominant regular season yeah, team. Yeah, I just don't know if they're going to be trying as hard. All right, the Knicks, Sean. All right, last year, 21-45. and 45, That's basically a 26-win team. One of the better recent seasons for the Knicks. 28th in offense, 23rd in defense. But you know what, Joey? They were the best goddamn offensive rebounding team in basketball. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Mitchell Robinson, and to a lesser extent, the still unsigned Todd Gibson. All right, who's joining the team? Tom Thibodeau, Ice, Ice, uh, Obi Toppin, Alec Burks, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, Nerlens Noel, Emmanuel Quickly, Austin Rivers, and Omari Spellman. I got to say, this is like, okay, and then out, Wayne Ellington, Taj Gibson, Mo Harkless, Bobby Portis, and Damian Dodson. Um, so Obi Toppin, they drafted. A bunch of these other guys are like... Um, I don't feel like they move the needle a ton, but at the same time, it's like these are all legitimate NBA players that have like a really specific skill. Um, You know what I mean? Like, like if a good team had added Burks and MKG and Noel and like all of them are kind of like guys where I'm like, this is a useful player. (laughs) Um, uh, And then, and then, you know, they, they lost some guys. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel they're going to Mo Harkless was kind of not really even on the team. Um, okay. So here's my question, Joey, who will JD and the straight shot open for in their first post COVID show at Madison square? Garden? Oh, excellent. Uh, question. It's going to be Billy Joel. 
Okay. Um, and uh, what will James Dolan's coronavirus song be called? Oh, shit. Um, I think he's going to go, like, fake woke with it, actually. Oh, really? And I think it's going to be called, like, I bet he's already released it. First uh-huh. off, and we just don't know. And it's called, like, Wear a Mask and Help a Friend. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Because he had coronavirus. Yeah, he really he can't be a He can't be a Van Morrison-style, uh, the virus is fake guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Eric um, Clapton is like, I can't write a white supremacy song like I want. But if it's not <laughs> written in yet, it'll be called, like, The Lost Year. You know oh, that's I mean? pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say he's just gonna call it A Shot of Hope. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Um, uh, okay. Uh, trade machine. Boy. Uh, okay, so the Knicks to get James Harden. They're going to have to Wait, wait, hold on. I got to say we'll, the name we'll of my blog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first off, my name is just Dante. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> One word, Dante, and I write for... Uh, what would the name of a fake Knicks blog be? <laughs> Um, <laughs> they all sons exist. Of, <laughs> sons of Spreewell. Yeah, yeah, from Sons of Spreewell. <laughs> so what's the trade, Sean? Okay, so we're gonna you're you're gonna be trading Julius Randall. I'm gonna tell you right now, Mary, no. Frank Dino no. and Alec Burks. No. Your 2021 no. swap with the LA Clippers. No. And no. Utah's twenty no. second round pick. Four. No. James Harden. No. You also get Boogie Cousins. No. And and everyone's favorite, David Nwaba. No. Okay. The Knicks are saying no. Yeah, because here's why. I'm in an abusive relationship with the Knicks, and anytime they've ever traded for a star over the age of 30, it has ruined my life for five years. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that actually makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm taking the under on this team. <laughs> they are... God, what... It... Let me look at this one, sorry. Uh... 22 and a half, basically saying that they're going to be a... basically the same as they were last year. Right. I just think Tibbs is actually going to be smart enough to just play the young guys and not this play like... Enough. Yeah, because I think a lot of their, I mean, it's weird to say, like, their good record was floated by something, but I think Marcus Morris shot, like, 45% from three (laughs) for them last year, and, uh, yeah, I'm also, this is, this is also, like, the Cavs reason, um, the Knicks aren't going to be that good, and so their only incentive is to be bad, Uh and even with Tibbs, like, he has a five-year deal, like, at this point, right, uh, He'll set it up. He'll bring in his favorite guys. Uh, Taj Gibson will come back midseason or something. Um, but but I just think that because the middle all got a little bit better, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's just it's just a bad year for the Knicks, and they're and they're, you know, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They're not even selling tickets at MSG, so I think Dolan will like embrace the tank even more. Like last year, I think they really thought they would be picking higher than eighth. I really do. Yeah. And they're go- they just are just like we're get the the league will give us another frozen envelope. Mm-hmm. We just have to make it look good. Cade Cunningham sounds like a New York Knickerbocker's yeah. name, actually. All right, um, 
Okay. Uh, Orlando Magic last year, they were 33 and 40. 37, that's basically a 37-win team. Uh, 23rd in offense, 10th in defense. Uh, basically, they're not spectacular, but they never. They were the second least fouling team in the league, and they were uh, fourth in. They, they had the fourth fewest turnovers. So this is a team that does the little things, Joey. Mm-hmm. Just not the big things like scoring. Um, they added Cole Anthony. Dwayne Bacon. They're bringing home the bacon. They added Jordan Bone. These names are incredible this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, after his one-year sabbatical, they are finally getting a rookie year from Chuma Okeke. Mm-hmm. Out DJ Augustin, Wesley Uwundu, and Jonathan Isaac is out for the year. Mm-hmm. He will not be coming back this season. Um, Joey, my main question is, do you believe in Markel Fultz? Always. Uh, I do too. His free throw shooting was way better. It wasn't like great, but he shot like seventy five percent from the line. I think line. he's a solid. He's gonna be a solid starting uh, caliber point guard this year. Yeah. Um, and he's still really young, you know. Uh, that's that being said, I'm taking the under on this team. I think they're really gonna miss Jonathan Isaac, even okay. though he's under... uh, he's bad, like a bad human being. I mean, he's not a bad human being, but he's he and I don't agree politically. Let's he's just a... say that. <laughs> He's questionable human. He's a bootlicker. <laughs> um, I like the additions they made, but I think, yeah, like they don't have Augustine and Isaac, and that mm-hmm. I don't know. It's they're over under 31 and a half, so it's basically saying they're gonna be exactly as good. And like I think Foltz will be better, but mm-hmm. Vucevic could be worse. It's slight, but I'm I'm saying under, and again, this is a team that's like, this is the team that the Atlanta Hawks would vault. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, um, uh, I'm uh, Tom Hooper from the the brand new Orlando Magic uh, blog called Bone and Bacon. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was actually my favorite uh, fast casual dining spot in the Mission District in Mm -hmm. San Francisco. Um, We're going to make this one easy. You get Aaron Gordon. Mm-hmm. You're you're trading Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier. You're holding on to Fultz. You're holding on to Vooch. But you are going to have to flip Mo Bamba to the Houston Rockets. And actually, you know what? Let's expand this deal. We're throwing PJ Tucker your way, and you're going to have to send James Ennis for a homecoming back in Houston. And uh, uh, Kem Burge is also going to mm-hmm. be going. But you do get. A second round pick from uh, you get a second round pick from the Golden State Warriors in 2024. Okay, um, I'm not doing this deal. No, uh, I don't because look, we've made the playoffs a couple years in a row here. Uh, Steve Clifford's really set a culture, a tough culture of defense and showing up to work and mm-hmm. uh, ride in roller coasters at the Magic Kingdom. And uh, I don't think uh, James. I don't. I don't want James Harden to shake up our our uh, workaday culture. Yeah, they they don't like fouling either, and that's like I feel like that would hurt the culture too. Uh-huh. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> uh, okay, we got the Sixers. Philadelphia 76ers last year, forty three and thirty. That's basically a forty eight win team. They were swept by the loathsome Boston Celtics in round one. 13th offense, 8th in defense. Now, this was a weird stat to me. They have Ben Simmons on their team, yet they were ninth in the NBA in three-point mm-hmm. percentage. I would not have thought they had... They shot that well from three. 
just given their team and their spacing. All right. Coming in, we got uh, Seth Curry, Justin Not-So-Slow-Mo Anderson, Tony Bradley and Dwight Howard manning the pivot, Terrence Ferguson, Ty- rookie Tyreek Massey, rookie Paul Reed, and Danny Green. Mm-hmm. Out. Al Horford, Josh Richardson, Raul Neto, Bar Mitzvah man Kylo Quinn, Forever Warriors Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson III, and clinging to life, Zaire Smith. Uh, oh, and in Daryl Morey, in Doc Rivers. Those mm-hmm. are very yeah. important. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do, now, one question I have for you is, um, what do you think Clipper Daryl thinks about this? Are you going to make me play the... Uh, I am going to make you play it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Fire Doc Rivers! All right, Sean, what's your question? What 76er player is most into musical theater? Oh, geez. Um, Seth Curry, probably. Uh, I mean, it's a little... I feel like it might be... Well, maybe if the you're Curries talking about... The Curries are like, a Jesus Hamilton Christ family, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm going to say that uh, Danny Green enjoys musical theater as well. Mm, he can't, and no, because the, he's a man who took a selfie at the Holocaust Memorial. I don't think he's going to... I don't I mean, think he, he, would, he would take a selfie at Hamilton, dude. He likes to be in the mix. Um, but I also think that Furkan Korkmaz mm-hmm. is actually an Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. He, he loved Cats unironically. Weirdly. Um, Joey... This is actually a. Uh, can I can we talk about James Harden being traded here? Well, uh, yeah, but for, well, first off, uh-huh. uh, I need to. So I'm from, of course, uh, Liberty Ball Hogs, right? <laughs> and uh, my name is uh, J P. Uh, Korlick. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> J.P. Korlick, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, that really okay. sounds like a Philadelphia 76ers blogger's name, doesn't it? It actually really <laughs> does. And in fact, like I'm sure he has like a really insulting t-shirt about uh, like, and it's it's actually not about the Sixers at all. It's like, it's, he's like he's still mad at uh, Larry Boa mm-hmm. for yeah, delaying yeah, yeah. the Phillies <laughs> dynasty. Um, so here's, let me see if I can make this deal happen. We gotta, we gotta, you know what? We gotta, yeah, this is okay. This is all right. Uh, okay, so here's here's our trade. We got the Rockets are receiving Joel Embiid and Seth Curry, and the Rockets, the, the Sixers are receiving James Harden and Demarcus Cousins. And you know what? They're also gonna have to get a pick. They're getting Portland's protected 2021 uh, first round pick. I'm not giving up the process. Fair enough. A lot of people, a lot of people wanted to trade Ben Simmons. I wouldn't trade him. I wouldn't trade Ben Simmons either. I, 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 I would, I would trade Tobias Harris. I mean, that's not going to work. That's not going to work, baby. I would trade Danny Green. Well, I mean, you're getting closer. I really have no idea what the Rockets would even want. To, to be honest, Ben here. Simmons. <laughs> I know they would want Ben Simmons, but I wouldn't trade Ben Simmons. Well, according to Shams, they were talking about it. Did Shams say they also he was also untouchable today? Yeah, because Daryl Morey <laughs> said it. Um, but Daryl Morey absolutely was going to trade Ben Simmons, and then they said no, and that's why he texted he was untouchable. You really think he, you really think he wants Harden again? I still am kind of like I don't. I do think he wants Harden again. 
I'm sure about that. It seems like it's sort of an annoying thing to watch every day. But maybe that's what he likes. He likes he, carton, he's see, he only or... sees numbers when he's looking at it. He's not looking at the game. It just seems so weird to me that you wouldn't give it a little bit of a shot. When when Daryl like, Morey like is watching the roster, when Daryl Morey is watching both a basketball game and a musical theater performance, uh-huh. it looks like uh, Zach Galifianakis looking at the the gambling machine in The Hangover. You know, oh, he just yeah. sees geometry and uh, numbers, Pythagoreans in the air. It's like it's like The Matrix yeah. or A Beautiful Mind. Yeah. Uh huh. Which are both very similar movies. Um, I'm taking the over. Did I even tell you what it was? No, but I think Doc Rivers... 44 and a half. They're basically a... Fifth, you're yeah, saying yeah. they're a 51-win team. Look, Normally, you're going to say over. The first two to three years of Doc Rivers are like the best basketball a team can play, always. Yeah. Um. Also, I just think they fit very well. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was it was interesting because they... I'm going to say that overall they like lost talent wise in most of these deals, but mm-hmm. who cares? Yeah. Also, I'm really in on uh, Maxi and Reed, mm-hmm. considering especially where they got them. But uh, Maxi's like uh, Maxi ain't speed. beating they out the... Shake Milton for that backup point guard spot, baby. <laughs> wait, wait. You said he's not beating out Mm-mm. Shake Milton? Nope. I think he's going to play shooting guard. We'll see. We'll see, baby. Got to beat out Matisse Tybel. Mm, I don't know. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't. I just think he's a nice guy to have on the bench. Oh, for, for sure. A team that like doesn't have a guy that many guys who like create on their own for baskets. <laughs> it's a, this team has just a lot of dudes who are like, I play defense. I set things up. I move the ball, and uh, they could just use a guy that they can bring in off the bench in the second quarter who will go to the fucking hoop. Also, Paul Reed rules. Okay. Uh, two more teams, two more teams, Joey. We're almost there. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. The Toronto slash Tampa Raptors. People are calling them the Tampa Bay Raptors. Tampa Bay, let me tell you this, not a city. The city mm-hmm. is called Tampa. <laughs> they are not playing in the water. And the Tampa Bay Rays, that makes sense because they play in St. Petersburg. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, there is no city of Tampa Bay. All right, last year they were 53-19. and 19. That's a That's a 60-win team without... COVID-19, they lost to Boston in a hard-fought round two series, four games to three, 14th best offense, second best defense. You know what they did? They stopped people from making shots, second in opponent frill for, for percentage, and the best at opponent three-point percentage. Mm-hmm. They run guys off the damn line, Joey. They close out without fouling. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you the outs first. <laughs> they lost Marc Gasol, Serge Ibaka. And, of course, Rondé, Hollis, mm-hmm. Jefferson, uh, Christmas in Hollis, Jefferson, Queens. Uh, in Aaron Baines, DeAndre Bembry, uh, Henry Ellenson, the American Euro, rookie Malachi Flynn, and Alex Len from the Sacramento Kings. I forgot he was on the Kings last year, Joey. Mm-hmm. I think he got traded in maybe that Deadman deal. Um, okay. They're playing the season for now. In Tampa, probably the whole season, though. Um, yeah, which is it, certainly a bummer. Um, yeah, that sucks for the people of uh, Toronto. And uh, for the people of the uh, the team, the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> you know, oddly... I mean, I, actually, uh, it'll be nice in the wintertime. They won't have to wear coats and shit, but... Yeah, like, like 
you will not have a scarf off, but you might have like a speedo off. Between but it's some... also like you're leaving one of the great, uh, like fan bases. One, no, one of the great well, cities like... just to yeah. live. Yeah, yeah, dude. Toronto's great. Uh, yeah. I don't have a bad thing to say about it. Um, except I'm not allowed to visit there right now because I'm a dirty, filthy, diseased American, and they're right to keep me out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Here's my question, Joey. Which Raptor would you be most concerned about hanging out with Tom Brady? If you found out they were hanging out with Tom Brady, what would who would be the the worst one for that? Well, Tom Brady likes hanging out with bad guys, so Terrence Davis would make sense because he's a mm-hmm. bad guy, a bad person. Um I would be worried for sure. If Pascal Siakam was hanging out with Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm going to say OG and Anobi, but I think we're kind of on the same page mm-hmm. there, right? I think they they don't need whatever weird, illegal, crazy things that the TB12 method puts into your body. And Malachi Flynn was my third answer just because I'm worried Tom Brady would think that tiny man was his son and want to kiss him on the lips. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know... If Malachi Flynn wants to kiss him yeah. on the lips, oh, for sure. bless him. Yeah, but, but yeah. Tom Brady's brain, I don't think, is very available anymore, is what no, I mean. I, <laughs> I, just for Malachi's own sake. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want Malachi to be put in that situation. I want to have body on Hanukkah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. a similar question. Who would you be most concerned uh, was hanging out with Rob Gronkowski? Who would I worry would party to me? Aaron Baines. Yeah, I can say that. Uh, I'm going to say Chris Boucher just because um, I just feel like uh, Rob Gronkowski might um, break him, house him, and break him. Just just like like he's not he's not going to play gentle enough. Like I don't I'm actually not really worried about Gronk being a bad influence, but just I'm just worried if Baines and Gronk hung out together, they would just be perpetually drunk. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? mean. You can't be yeah, showing up. These drunk are these games. are probably two of the guys with the largest drinking capacity in Florida, and that is saying something. Um, all right, so let's make a let's make a James Harden trade. Who am I talking to here? Uh, you're talking to Sean Woodley from the Locked On Raptors podcast. Wow. Okay. I and the uh, basketball podcast. I want. That's what I wanted to hear, Joey. <laughs> that's what I wanted to hear. All right. Well, uh, I love Sloan and I'm the nicest man in the world. Oh, I see how it is. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to try to make Sean Woodley accept this trade. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, this is going to be a struggle. Um, Boy, you know what? This is going to be a no, no matter how it goes. I'm not even going to make an offer because uh, he's not taking it. He's not taking it. I would take most trades for James Harden. As a fan of the Toronto Raptors, I understand how good it is to uh, trade for a top 10 player in the NBA, even though you give up something that you might like in this world. I just feel like I just feel like every trade that that makes it like feasible just makes it like wrong. Are you sure? Uh, I just I feel like there's going to be too much, too many emotional components. I'm telling the- you right now, as Sean Woodley, the host of Locked uh-huh. On Raptors, uh, I being emotional is part of being a fan, but also um, uh, I appreciate the joys of winning as well. Okay, um, hold on, I'm going to have to send out another Houston Rocket here. So, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, here we go. All right, here's the trade. We're, we're, we'll figure out the draft pick compensation later. What we've got is the the Toronto Raptors will be sending out Kyle Lowry, Norman Powell. Oh, okay, that one's OG actually a no. That one's actually a no. <laughs> Patrick McCullough and Chris Boucher for James Harden, PJ Tucker, Sterling Brown, Bruno Caboclo, and David Nwaba. That one's that one's the one no. But if it were, say, Pascal Siakam and Norman Powell for James Harden, I would do that. It, Lowry's the, the breaking point, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I just think I think it's hard to make a deal here. Uh, I just picked Lowry because he was expiring and he could come back to the team next year in Canada where they belong. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. I get it. Okay, so that's a no. All right. Uh, oh, and uh, the over-under is 42 and a half. So you're basically saying that they are a 40. Are they a 49-win team? Are they? How many games they, did are, they win last year? 53. They were a 60-win team last year. Yeah, they're, they're over. Like, Marcus All and Serge Ibaka are good, but they're not, like, 17 games good. That is my take, too. Like, I kind of <laughs> feel like they are very good, but, like, Baines is actually kind of the perfect... If, if, you're, if you're making, like, a small commitment, basically... Uh, you know, like you're when you're when you're trying to replace a guy you didn't think was gonna go, but but like for seven million dollars for Aaron Baines, like he he really works, and then you promote Boucher and it's a little worse, but I don't know, you still have all your guards and your wings and, and you, have Lowry, you, have, you have you have Lowry, you have Siakam, you have Ananobi. Um I just think this this is They've just got to go for you to make this over. They got to go 43 and 29. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely going to do that. Now, look, they might shake up the team. I wouldn't be that surprised, but uh, dude, this is like a four seed. I think at worst. Mm-hmm. All right. Our last team, Sean, the Washington Wizards uh, last year, they went 25 and 47, but uh, that that's a 28 win team, but the thing is, they went one and seven with almost none of their players in the bubble. So really, Joey, this is basically a 31 win team from last year. Mm-hmm. Offensively, they were 15th. They were the worst defensive team in the league. Oddly enough, they were 18th in the league in three point attempts, despite Bradley Beal and Davis Bertans combining for 17 threes a game. So this is a team that uh, basically had a lot of three point shooting from two people and no one else mm-hmm. uh, in their two big ends. Russell Westbrook from the Houston Rockets and Robin Lopez from Disney World. Uh, they also drafted uh, from the IDF uh, mm-hmm. Denny Abdija. Uh, they got Raul Abdia. Neto. Abdia? Abdia? Yeah. Uh, he's been great in the preseason, by the way. And yeah. uh, and uh, didn't Ted Leonsis say that Washington, D.C. was basically Tel Aviv? Did he say that? <laughs> he said something like that. Like, oh, this is an international city, just like Israel. Mm. Um, and then they got Cassius Winston, my favorite, one of my favorite uh, draft sleepers from Michigan State. Out, John Wall. Jan Mahinmi, Shabazz Napier, and Admiral Schofield. The only those two I basically listed so I could say their names. Uh, Joey, Scott Brooks, and Russell Westbrook are finally reuniting in DC. Mm-hmm. Which former Thunder player should they also bring in? I'm going to give you four choices. Mm-hmm. Should they bring in DeAndre Liggins, mm-hmm. Perry Jones the mm-hmm. third, Eric Maynard, 
mm-hmm. or Hashim the Beat. Well, those are all good choices. Yeah. Um, but now, granted, Eric Nader is now coaching a, 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 yeah, a G yeah. League team. So um, he's still in the game. I'm going to go outside of that, though. Oh, you're going to pick a different Thunder? Yeah. I think they've got to bring Cole Aldrich back, baby. Wow. <laughs> he he did look that is a guy i'm not gonna lie i believed in him a lot mm-hmm. is it because i really you saw he... uh the beastie boy mca's basketball movie that he's uh he wins the mvp of he is the mvp his um he's like one of those dudes that just had monster uh college translations mm-hmm. uh because i think he was just an incredible uh rebounding beast and he like uh he also there was an amazing final four game where he blocks tyler hansborough like four times mm-hmm. uh, and uh that was tight and they they won the title that year uh uh other people i think they should consider bringing back of course are ryan gomes Oh, um, wait, he was on the thunder he was on the thunder you don't remember that and the scotty brooks era? <laughs> uh yeah yeah it must have been. Um. <laughs> Ooh, I just thought of a really good one. Who I I think I, I don't know what he's doing right now, but I think he I think he could really help. Uh, go ahead. Uh, and then you know, um, Tabo, right? <laughs> he's got to be somewhere right now, right? Uh, Daquan Cook. I think I think they Daquan gotta... Cook's a good one. Daquan the Chef Cook. Uh, what if they That's brought Nazi so Muhammad cool. in? Um. Uh, Wait, how old is he now? <laughs> Pretty old, I think. <laughs> I mean, another good one would be Royal Ivy, I think. Um, oh, yeah, he's pretty tough, right? <laughs> he might be a coach now, too. <laughs> uh, Daquan Cook last played in the Israeli Premier League. Oh, no, he's he's an active player. Yeah, Royal Ivy for- is an assistant for the Nets, so Kevin Durant had him hired. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, I want, I want, I want, I think they, oh, his contract, Daquan Cook's contract with uh, Hapoel Tel Aviv has been voided. I think that's who you want, especially because, as we learned, Washington, D.C. is very similar to Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, James Harden, here we go. Are you ready? Ready. Um, uh, yeah, no, so my, uh, my blog is called Elvin and Unselled. <laughs> and uh my name is Jamel J. Johnson. <laughs> Alright, here's the trade. It's real simple. Ish uh-huh. Smith is heading to Houston, as is Bradley Beal for James Harden. We're reuniting Harden and Westbrook, baby. I'm doing it. <laughs> Look, the there's no way this blogger would do it, but I'm no. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Just, that's the funniest thing in the world to me. Uh, okay, so so the Wizards, um, their over-under is 33 and a half. You're basically saying, are they a 38-win team? It's like 38 exactly, too. So it's, this is not one of those where it's like, are they over 38? No, you're, you're basically, this over-under is 38 on the nose. Uh, I'm taking the over, actually. Uh, I just think West, Westbrook... He has his flaws, um, obviously, but I think he gets beat up on a little bit. I think he's somewhere in between what uh, 
quote unquote smart basketball fans say about him and what quote unquote uh eye test basketball fans say about him. Uh and I think he and Beal just kind of get you to the playoffs every year. Yeah, because I just think the offense will be better. The defense can't be worse and won't mm-hmm. be worse. Cause you got you got Rolo in there too. Like that's a oh, I I just think uh you're basically betting on them being seven wins better adding Russell Westbrook in exchange for a guy who did not play at all. Yeah. I think, I think that's and like, um, I think, I think Denny will actually help as a rookie. Like, I don't think it'll be awesome, but, uh, it, it seems like when you looked at the draft, his big thing was like, Oh, he's a really competent basketball player. Like he's really, he's good at passing to guys who are better than him. And, uh, yeah, I just, I feel like they lost nothing and added a lot. And, uh, this is the East. Like they're going to siphon off those wins. I I'm going to say, I think this is a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, that's our episode. Yeah. Uh, Sean, anything you need to plug? Uh, there's going to be some good stuff on the round, round all rock blog next week. We've been writing and editing a lot of wonderful previews, uh, for all y'all for the beginning of the season. Um, yeah, check them out. Round all rock. Dot net. Um, yeah. Um, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on we're five hours ago. <laughs> I tweeted, I just ate one pound of meat that was six days expired. Wish me luck. Oh, dude, I hope he starts getting into high meat. <laughs> that would be the tightest thing for Frankie to go into, but he will definitely die. Mm-hmm. So that's like the the flip side of that. And he's going to be a father now. He, uh, Frankie, check your expiration dates at least until you have like, God, can he even pass a physical for life insurance, Joey? That's a good I question. feel like he'd injure himself during the physical somehow. Uh, Sean, did you write a song? You know, I didn't write a new one, but uh, to commemorate the return to the NBA of uh, Davidus Servitus, uh, this is a, a cake song called I Will Servitus. Great. Um, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's all uh, uh, blindly not uh, think about basketball analytically and just with our hearts and uh, listen to exactly what Tillman Fertitta's media flunkies are telling us about a top five player and uh, say he's going to ruin our culture. (laughs) Hi, this is John McRae from Cake. The only thing I love more than a short skirt and a long jacket is the NBA draft. Put on your bucket hats, pick up that weird vibra slappy thing, and listen to the tale of a draft pick done wrong. At first I was a Mav, I went 37 I thought that I would play with Luca, and it would be heaven And I spent so much of draft night just waiting on a new Woj bomb I don't feel shitty I'm going to the Motor City You traded back to save cap space I came from Lithuania To see that look upon your face I should've skipped the draft combine I would've shot outside the key If I'd have known that in three seconds Detroit would be trading for me So I do I'm with Saku throughout my Dallas cap. Now Blake Griffin is my dude. 
Weren't they the ones who wouldn't fire Pants DJ? Did they think I'd grumble? Hell no, I love the USA because I'm Davidus Servitus. Oh, as long as I wear a shooting sleeve, I won't get tendonitis. I've got so much range from three, my contract's partially guaranteed. Davidus Servitus, Davidus Servitus, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was kind of looking forward to Luca throwing those passes when I visited the new arena, the Golden West, to see Slamps and the Lion, best mascot in the NBA, see the cake of the NBA, small forward Harrison Barnes. Oh, he's so sweet. Pretty good, right? You wouldn't pay that much to see him. I get it. We're the band Cake. We understand. It took all the strength I had just to bench the bar And now I'm hoping Reggie Jackson lets me park his car And I've spent oh so many nights just watching Dirk all by myself He let it fly And now I'm paid in pizza pie And you won't see me back up Luke Kennard I don't have the range or the quickness to play shooting guard and so you thought you'd make a trade and make me miss the Luca mania so now I'm taking all my talents to a team in Lithuania so now go you guys are dicks just trade down now and then get your extra picks Weren't you the ones who let them kidnap DeAndre? Do you think I'd like Drummond? Do you think we'll sign Rudy Gay? No, I'm Davidus Servitus. I ate too much at the draft party, and now I've got the itis. I'm a total draft and stash. I'm getting Tom Gore's cash. Davidus Servitus. Davidus Servitus. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the trumpet stylings of Kyrie Thomas. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.